This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's President's Day. It's Monday, the 20th of February in the year of our Lord, 2023. And we're at work here in the war room as we are every day of the week. Cortez, I know you got to bounce. We're going to get an economy tomorrow. I'm also going to get your thoughts on Ukraine. Just give me your closing. This thing in East Palestine, this is what you and I have worked on for years. The reason right. we came into this movement, given your background from South Chicago and mine from uh, from Richmond, from working class roots, is the, is the fact right. that this is what is the problem in this nation. Is it not, sir? Totally. And, and by the way, to connect this situation, this crisis in East Palestine to the uh, what you open the show with on Ukraine and Joe Biden being in Kiev today instead of being in the heartland of America in Ohio, that tale of two cities you talked about uh, to continue with that Dickensian theme. You know, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Well, it's the best of times for the oligarchs, whether it's in in Ukraine or in the United States. It's the worst of time for regular Americans who are again forgotten, people who are getting a break during the tenure of Donald Trump, uh, who are right now back getting the short shrift by Biden. And I would also point out that the needless wars that the United States has engaged in because of the Washington war machine over the last two decades, uh, the, the brave sons and daughters of places like East Palestine are the people who have gone and fought and died and suffered for those needless wars, just the kind of war that Biden is trying to escalate again right now. So you'll make sure that that is, is uh, front and center in Patriots' minds today. For all the Patriots out there who have a day off, well-deserved, enjoy it. For those who have to work today, thank you for working on the holiday. And you can follow me um, on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S, and look forward to, uh, to more War Room all week, Steve. Thank you much, uh, Brother Cortez. Uh, see you tomorrow morning. We'll go through the economy, capital markets. You bet. Markets will be back open. You know, Cortez hits a, a very important point. It's an open checkbook. Think about this for a second. Joe Biden, the illegitimate president of the United States, he's illegitimate, okay? We know that. He knows that. He's, in, uh, he's over in Ukraine with it, as long as it takes. Open checkbook. None of his senior guys, they sent a couple of Grundoons from FEMA after Trump announced he was going. A couple of Grundoons went out there over the weekend, some FEMA guys, with no money. Remember, the only real money, if we can pull that, I think I got to you guys earlier, the Benny Johnson. Just tell me when you got it. Benny Johnson's, great Benny Johnson. Benny's walking around to the 20 houses right by the, right by the, uh, the track where, where they did the burn, where it came off and they had the first explosion, then did the others. This is the ones they were so concerned about. The, the Norfolk Southern CEO was so concerned about the shards, the metal, you know, going into this, into these houses. That's why he had to do it. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a bald-faced lie. Not one of the 20 houses, 20 people that Benny Johnson went to had received any money whatsoever from uh, Norfolk Southern. Benny gave him $1,000. And you see the people crying and, and hugging him and thanking him. This is the callousness.
this is remember how we got in this jam is because you've had a traditional Republican Party that has been the enabler. That's how we got here because they're just as they look at DeWine. DeWine's supposed to be the great, you know, the great anti-Trump, the great, uh, the great uh, Republican establishment guy up there in Ohio. Look at him worming around and lying and spinning. Now he's, blaming, now he's blaming the poor police, the poor fire captain, the fire captain, the captain of the volunteer of the fire department in East Palestine, uh, which is what population forty two hundred. You know, I'm sure they got you know only the only the finest you know the huge fire department that he's blaming that guy. Jeff Clark, uh, before I let you go, amazing what you've come up with, but I just have a question, and this is about Trump in in in. Trump's well, first of all, in any rational universe, should the EPA guy have gone wheels up and put it up on social media, gone wheels up on uh, on Saturday to go to Africa for a climate change tour with entertainers, or should he been camped out in East Palestine in in any Cartesian rational universe, sir? So, Steve, look in my experience, uh, cabinet. Uh, secretaries and uh, level officials, um, you know, they fall into two categories. They're either workers or they're uh, kind of uh, personae who, um, you know, speechify and are kind of the public face of the agency, whichever dimension you look at this job. And I think both Buttigieg and Regan fall into the second category, the kind of, you know, speechifying category, not the on top of the details category, but whichever category you're talking about, it's a total mistake to get on a plane with a Hollywood star and go tour Africa about climate change when you have real Americans, real working class people who uh, are coughing, who are having, uh, you know, uh, uh, all kinds of eye episodes. There's dead fish on the ground and no one really can get to the bottom of this. It's just it's unthinkable to get on a plane and go do that. It shows that if they have public relations officials who are advising them at the EPA and at DOT, they're really terrible, Steve. They need to be cashiered. They got to bring in a new set of teams. You're a very sophisticated uh, lawyer and did a great job for President Trump. And I keep saying, I keep telling, I said, hey, Clark's going to be the uh, the attorney general in the second term. As you read Josh Shapiro's letter, how damning is that of of the process of EPA, but particularly the, the, the senior leadership of Norf- Norfolk Southern, sir? I think it's devastating. I mean, he, he says that they weren't given the information. He says they detached themselves from the unified command, and it's not a very unified command uh, if you can detach yourself from it without consequences. And, uh, you know, he, he's obviously pointing out that they did this without a lot of analysis and uh, that, you know, the, the state and local affected officials weren't informed of what that analysis was. And I have exactly the same suspicions you have, Steve, and that uh, Daniel Patrick Leahy has, which is that that's because they didn't do a real analysis. They decided that if they could burn the chemicals up quickly, their circle liability, their Superfund liability down the road would be a lot lower and in terms of people who sue them in tort, well, you know, we're talking about diseases that have long manifestation times, long latency periods. So I think it looks like a cost-benefit legal uh, analysis that benefits only the company but wasn't looking at the public health of the residents of East Palestine. Just real quickly for our you, just, just uh, tell people why that's super fun, why that's such a big deal here. And that was clearly in front of mind of the Norfolk Southern executives, sir. 
So the only official communications I can find, although EPA does have a website up now about this under their uh, on-scene uh, coordinator section, uh, was a letter under the CERCLA statute. And that's the statute that creates the Superfund, and it makes uh, its strict liability for any company basically to create a, a waste site. And we're now talking about East Palestine at the site of this derailment being a, uh, 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 a CERCLA site, a Superfund site. And so, you know, Norfolk Southern is strictly liable for all of the cleanup costs that result from that. And if you could find a way, if you were in Norfolk Southern, to pay lower, uh, you know, cleanup costs, you know, all else being equal, you'd want to do that. But that's precisely why EPA and other federal officials should have stepped in and said, no, you're not going to do this controlled burn in a, uh, you know, residential area with a population of 5,000 and the ability of the cloud to blow, you know, across other states, Pennsylvania, into Canada eventually. No, you're not going to do that. Um, so it looks like there might have been a decision to save you know, super fun payouts at the expense of the public health of the people of Ohio and Pennsylvania, Steve. Okay. For all the, and we know they watch a show out there in East Palestine and the, in the surrounding areas. There's got to be some young, aggressive assistant prosecutor somewhere. Get ready and panel a grand jury tomorrow. Let's start rolling them in here and get the government officials too. Let's get, let's get them all on. Let's get them all on the record. Let's get the facts and the evidence. You're not going to get it any other way. They're going to spin. They're going to hire uh, big-time PR firms, crisis communications. They're all going into crisis mode right now. And Shapiro's shot across the bow to say, hey, you know, I tried, but gosh, gee willikers, look at all this that happened, right? And the company basically went rogue, right? So um, it, this is going to get – and we got to make sure we have the record for the people in East Palestine, Ohio. That's how they're going to get protection. That's where we can get this mess cleaned up. That's how people are going to get on top of things. And ultimately, this is how financially and economically they will be taken care of, as they should be, given we're spending $6 trillion a year, right, on every other thing. Uh, Jeffrey, how do, uh, Jeff Clark, how do people get to you? By the way, it's just I haven't had a chance to do this yet or even get to Russ Vote. The, the Jeff Bezos Amazon WAPO, Washington Post, Literally had one of the best pieces I've read in a long time over the weekend, and it was on. Um, and it was on. Um, in fact, it may be up on the on the maybe in the paper today on the site on Russ vote. So we're going to get Russ on here hopefully tomorrow or the next day. Incredible about what Russ vote. What you've heard Russ on the show going through his budget. They basically walked through about how that was the driving force now. And getting the getting uh, people's hands around this madness, his budget. So, uh, Jeff, you guys are doing incredible work over there. H how do they get to you to get to the site to see your work and all the other great work that's going on, and also your social media? Sure. So, uh, Steve, you can find Russ Vote and uh, you know my boss and and myself and people like uh, Cash Patel uh, and Ken Cuccinelli on the Center for Renewing America website, which is AmericaRenewing.com. And then my personal social media is uh, Jeff Clark US on Getter and Twitter. And on Truth Social, it's uh, Real Jeff Clark. Attorney General Clark, thank you. Thank you. I guess I'm a little, I don't, want, I don't want to get ahead of the curve, ahead of the wagon train here. But Jeff Clark, honored to have you on here. Great, great breakdown of what's going on. Thanks, Steve. Always good to be here. And again, happy President's Day. Thank you, sir. So um, let me reset here.
particularly over the weekend. So we're one year, we're coming up on the one year anniversary, one year into this. And Fox has reported, because I want to make sure there's not this misrepresentation of what's happened. Fox has reported, Fox News has reported that the commit either cash for military uh, lethal, for military non-lethal, and for humanitarian being defined as underwriting their, their GDP and their budget is either cash spent or obligated for this year is $200 billion. And I want Grace and uh, Mo to make sure that that's up in all the chat rooms so we can use that as a reference. Not this $29 billion they're talking about, $200 billion. And that's before Biden's going over there. And, and Kirby and Biden have said the same thing. Their mantra of the weekend is the same thing. However long it takes and whatever it takes, however long or whatever it takes, an open-ended commitment, more open-ended commitment, I think, than anybody gave in Iraq, Vietnam, Iraq, or Afghanistan, and think of where they got us. I don't remember anybody coming up and open-ended, however long it takes and whatever it takes. That's where they are today, and that's why Biden's in Ukraine, to reinforce that. Over the weekend, too, Kamala Harris, with no... Hey, if there is evidence or if there is this, they said they formally determined, we have formally determined, formally determined that they're war criminals. They've committed war crimes. Okay, fine. Hey, would you, you know, do something for the team? Could we put a report out? Could you even put a pricey out? Can we just get, you know, some, some of the evidence that you've collected? What are you exactly talking about? Because here's why. Here's what they've done. The Zelensky negotiating position now is that, one, they want the removal of Russian forces from all territory claimed by Ukraine. That would be the entire eastern provinces and Crimea. Okay? Number one. Number two, they want reparations to rebuild the country, which will go into trillions of dollars. And number three, they want war crimes, a tribunal set up immediately and try the, the leadership for, for and others for war crimes. Okay? That's a big spread between the bid and the ask about what people were talking about in the early days of this war. When the Prime Minister of Israel, former Prime Minister Bennett, Nataf, the Naftali Bennett, tells us he was very close to a deal with, uh, with Putin and Zelensky before the Americans came in and started to escalate. So right now we're in an open-ended conflict. And guess what? As we've told you, Blinken finally wakes up over the weekend and meeting with the Chinese, kowtowing to the Chinese, which he never should have had the meeting. We should have thrown the ambassador out. We should have shut down the consulates. We should have played hardball. He kowtows them, and they treat him like a tributary state. They said, don't you come to the question. Don't you overreacted. And now Blinken comes out and goes, hey, we warned him. I, you know, I really, I really, you know, I didn't do the limp press. I really came at him hard. I really, I warned him. You should not, you cannot, and you must not support the Russian war effort. Hey, dude, they've been doing that for a year. Short break. Back in the war in just a second. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold 
and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-M, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. This is like days like today. People are sleeping in, right, because it's a federal holiday. Hey, there are no days off. You gotta, you're not going to get a lot of sleep, but you got to get a great sleep. You want to sleep the sleep of the just so you wake up energized, right? The way to do that, the products of MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. You got the MyPillow 2.0. People are raving about it. I know it's good because our staff who, let's say – they burn the candle at both ends. I think that's the the nice way to say it. They burn the candle at both ends. They're on. They love these My Pillow 2.0s, and it's the reason they're so energized to come in early and get all the work done that makes this show possible. MyPillow.com promo code war. Uh, the My Pillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free. Mike, you buy one, and Mike Lindell will toss in one uh, for free. So make sure you go check it out. They plus all the other sales. You go there in our square. Boom, you get it all. MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. This is the revolutionary MyPillow 2.0. Okay, um, there's a lot going on. I tell you, before I, I'm going to get to Rogowski, and I got Cullen Limbarger from, a Limburger from um, Gateway on this World Health Organization. I want to make sure this is on your radar. But I got to play, look, can we play the clip of Joe Biden? This is, remember, we've 200 billion for last year and this year already. They're coming back to Congress for a massive, massive F-16s, all this, billions of dollars, tens of billions, hundreds of billions. They're trying to get us to commit to the, to the rebuilding, which is going to be in the trillions, right? They want the U.S. to lead all this. But he's over there just as, just as a tip, just as a tip. Let's go ahead and play the cut. We united the leading economies of the world to impose unprecedented costs that are squeezing Russia's economic lifelines. Together, we've committed nearly 700 tanks and thousands of armored vehicles, 1,000 artillery systems, more than 2 million rounds of artillery ammunition, more than 50 advanced launch rocket systems, anti-ship and air defense systems, all to defend Ukraine, and that doesn't count. The other half a billion dollars we're going to be we're announcing with you today and tomorrow. That's going to be coming your way. And that's just the United States in this piece. And just today, that announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people. Okay, let's cut to the chase here. By the way, half a billion dollars. How much for East Palestine, Ohio, the working class folks out there? Benny Johnson out there of his own pocket, he cutting them a th- giving them an th- envelope, 1000 bucks here, 1000 bucks there for the 20 houses right by it. That's what you got. This is a screw you. This is in your face, and they're doing it on purpose to send a message. They're sending a message, and make sure you've got receive mode on your radar and you're receiving it. Embrace this. It's a screw you. If you're American working class, you don't count, you don't matter. Here's what we need you for. We need you to drink the polluted water and shut up. 
We need you to live near the polluted creeks and shut up. We need you to have those houses that they don't care about, but they're, they're sitting there. Remember, they only did the release and burn because Shaw was most concerned. What were they most concerned about? They were most concerned about the, the liquids in the tanks, the rail tanks, exploding in the, in the shards of, uh, of iron and steel that would come off of that and hurt the local surrounding area. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a bald-faced lie. That's a bald face lie, a bald face lie. And how can they lie to you and, and, and treat you like a moron? Because they, at the end of the day, they don't care what you think. You don't matter. You are actually the underpinnings of this entire nation. You're the underpinnings. You're the foundational element. What you see in East Palestine, Ohio, is the foundational element of not just the greatest country in the world, but the greatest country in the history of the earth. Okay? It's not those titans on Wall Street. It's not those titans out in Silicon Valley, the oligarchs. It's not this group of clowns up here on Capitol Hill. It's not Joe Biden. It's not uh, Mike Regan going out to Africa for a, a seven-day boondoggle on climate change, on Gaia, on the new religion, on the cult religion of Gaia. It's not Pete Buttigieg, what me worry Buttigieg, Alfred E. Buttigieg. It's not him, right? It's not – and by the way, not, this is not political. It's not just Democrats. It's not DeWine, all the establishment Republicans that makes up a new story every day, flies on his helicopter for 15 minutes. It's not the corporatist Shaw and what they represent, the new managerial class, who don't really understand their responsibilities and their obligations to not just the community but to the nation – Right. We used to have that in the generation that came out of uh, World War. Actually, we've, I think we've had it, you know, although you had robber barons, et cetera, you had something about the managerial class in this country that put the country and the well-being of its citizens first before the bottom line. But you didn't see that here. You didn't see that here. But they can sit and talk about all the weapon system. Remember, they just had the orgy in Munich. Isn't it odd? Isn't it interesting that Munich's where the security conference takes place where they got the weapons? Munich, for those that remember the history correctly, Munich is where Hitler, that's where he finally got traction. He was kind of considered, you know, a, a, a marginal, a marginal, marginal figure until he got to Munich. In Munich, he got traction, right? The rise of the Nazi party happened in Munich, far before the rallies. He got his traction in Munich. And they've had this national, they've had the arms deal, the arms bazaar. And one of the reasons that there's so much momentum to keep going, have the open checkbook. These companies never thought they'd be selling the ammunition, the shells, the artillery shells, the tank shells, the bullets. They never thought they'd have this kind of volume. Not just the, not just the money laundering in Ukraine. Ukraine's a cash cow for the global elites. And many of these factories, by the way, are in red states. So that's why you got a lot of pressure on these Republican congressmen because the good times are rolling, baby. The good times are rolling. They got these. They got the production lines going twenty four seven, and it's a high. It's a high mark. It's a cash business. They're, they are generating enormous amounts of cash. Okay, now the fact that you know we're six months behind or eight months behind uh, where we should be supplying Taiwan uh, and and doing everything we do to the Chinese Communist Party because the Chinese Communist Party just told you this weekend, hey, I think they're putting up other balloons. They don't care. You're, you're a tributary state. We don't care. By the way, you're you're sitting there so high and mighty. We're going to let you know we are supplying Russia. We are supplying. We're resupplying non-lethal 
military. They've been doing that since the beginning. This deal was cut during the Olympics. They came out and said, we have a new strategic partnership that has an unlimited, unlimited ability to help each other. They'd never done that before. Now they got the mullahs. You just had the Grand Ayatollah in Beijing, right, getting the full military review. I could bring up my, my, uh, my Financial Times here and show you from the other day. And he got invited, Xi. You got Erdogan. He's part, Erdogan's part of the deal, too. And Erdogan's sitting there flying in a helicopter with Tony Blinken. Tony Blinken just chump changed. He's going to give Biden's committing $500 million, just new cash, not just the material, new cash, $500 million in Ukraine. You got Tony Blinken flying around in a, in a helicopter, if found around the helicopter around uh, around uh, Turkey and Syria, Syria, an enemy of the United States, Syria and Turkey, $187 million like that. Bang. There we go. $187 million bucks. And to getting photos in there, photo op. Have you seen any government officials flying around in helicopters over East Palestine or down the Ohio River Valley and checking that, you know, where the, 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 the water looks like? Looks like uh, the rainbow from the Wizard of Oz. Have you, have you seen anybody uh, putting a drone over that? Have you seen any footage of that? I missed on MSNBC. Have you seen a, any government officials? Is the EPA guy? Oh, no, he can't do it because he's in Africa on the climate change tour with the celebrities. That's right. He can't do it. Let's see. Buttigieg can't do it because it's, you know, President's Day. He's off somewhere with the twins uh, and his husband. Uh, so he can't do it. Um, you know, Joe Biden can't do it because he's in Ukraine with an open checkbook. Um, you know, Merrick Garland can't do it because, you know, he's out uh, thinking about how he's going to, you know, indict President Trump or uh, I could go on. Right. I could go on. But this is the main thing. This is the thing. Always keep the main thing, the main thing. This example of the tale of two cities shows you everything. The problem in the United States. And I'm going to get to even a bigger one. So we're going to get Rogowski on here has been on this World Health situation and also uh and also uh cullen from gateway pun has done great coverage but this also gets to my point about the you know the presidential election what the house is doing the house should have hearings tomorrow morning on this they should drag shaw in tomorrow morning they should subpoena him right they got to get aggressive they have to get tough they have to get on point it's been okay so far but it's not great the difference between okay and great is everything and great means in your grill even more and the appropriations have to be cut. EPA should be zeroed out right now. Zero. How about this? Here's your EPA budget for the year. Nothing. Zero. Come in and talk to me. Maybe we'll figure it out. If you're not going to do your job, if you're not going to do your job, then you're not going to get any money. And I want to end with this about Trump. They're running around. Trump says mean things. And he puts out these things. And he says mean things about people. And he's mean. Gosh, he's so mean. He's nasty. You know, can we get it? Okay. We're in, we're in a war at home against the administrative state who have just given you the bird, right? Flipped you the bird. And we're at war globally with the Chinese Communist Party and their allies, right? And we're getting sucked into a kinetic war, a major league World War I slash World War II type kinetic war on the Eurasian landmass 8,000 miles away from here on something that has no – Vital national security interest to us when we got five or six million illegal aliens in here, fentanyl, uh, you know, fentanyl up to your eyeballs, killing everybody. The second opium war by the CCP and the country's coming apart. And Donald Trump right now, we don't have time. We don't have time right now to test anything. We got to get Trump's been there, done that. And he's a hammer. Now, he may not be your cup of tea, but right now this is what we got. And what we got is pretty strong. 
And if you don't think that he can't go in there, hey, he's going to East Palestine on, on Wednesday. No other official's gone there. Josh Shapiro hadn't showed up. DeWine can't get in and out fast enough. But Donald John Trump is going. You know why? He's the new sheriff in town we need. Okay? Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. Let's go to James Rogalski. James, what is going on with this World Health Organization? I thought we put this thing to bed, brother, uh, six months ago. I take it that was not the case? Uh, it's the second rodeo, like Yogi, Yogi Berra um, said, uh, deja vu all over again. Um, and this time, it is so much worse. <laughs> Steve, uh, I, I can't even begin to say, and I mean that sincerely, um, what is going on now is not just the United States having submitted amendments like they did last year. Um, upwards of 90 nations have submitted proposals, all told, um, to amend international health regulation. They've put forth 307 proposed amendments that we amend more than half of the articles of the international health regulations, which quite frankly are misnamed, right? They, they don't talk about health. Um, I was up all night tonight, Steve, because they're actually meeting all week long in Geneva. So in Geneva, it's midnight uh, at my time, 9 a.m. their time. Um, they've started meetings to start negotiating these um, proposed amendments. They have 51 pages of changes to essentially a 58-page document. I'd love to dive right into the top 10 of things that they're changing in the amendments, but I want to make it very, very hit, hit clear it. that I think Colin, who's following me, is most likely going to be talking about the treaty. Well, that's what they're talking about next week. They have a different group, the Intergovernmental Negotiating Body, talking about the treaty. That's a different pile of insanity. Okay, But in terms of the amendments, I will stick to the amendments. Everything I'm talking about is the amendments. To what really should be just, called- just, just real quick, just James, just hang on, just real quickly, because on changing the regulations, this is why the Gateway Pundit had the headline. In changing these regulations, they don't need to go like the treaty. They need to bring it back to us. The regulations they could actually change in the United States, and being a signatory to the regulations, it all of a sudden it gets to be the controlling document for the United States. Is is that a correct way to state? You're it? right. We're already a party. We're already a party to it in the amendment process. Last year. 
we stopped the Biden amendments, but they adopted other amendments. Okay, and I'm pretty sure nobody um, ever saw um, a president sign it or a prime minister or or saw it go through the Senate. Last year, Steve, they did um, adopt small changes to the amendments. The process is such if they adopt it, it's done. So here, here's the worst of the worst. Okay, I put forth the top 10. I actually put forth the top 100. And just yesterday, I put forth the top 50. And I encourage people to you know check out what I'm um, reporting on. Number one, there's a combination of changes where Bangladesh submitted changes and Malaysia submitted changes. And when you put them together, what they did is they would they would want to change the definition of the phrase. Um, temporary or standing recommendation. It's currently defined as non-binding. Well, Bangladesh says, well, we want to cross out the word non-binding. And then Malaysia okay, comes okay, in. Okay, James, James, we're, we're only going to have like six minutes for this. So get, let, let's rip through the 10 and then you can give the details. Just hit, hit the 10 this so is, the audience is, gets it and then we're going to send them online. But just one. hit me. It's, it's the okay. most important one. Okay. Malaysia would change. Why is it the most important one? It's changing the nature of the international health regulations from an advisory body to a command and control. They want to make it so that recommendations are no longer not binding. Recommendations would be legally binding. And so what it says in there... That's quite big. That's a quite big change. That's a quite big change. That's why it's number one. That's why it's number one. Okay. Number two, right? They... Um, change the language so that it's not like some documented emergency. You know, they could have, would have, should have called a public health emergency of international concern when all the smoke from um, East Palestine went to Canada and, and the health, health and human services could have called a public health emergency because we have a health emergency. What they want to do is change it so that Tedros can declare an emergency if there's something that could potentially be an emergency. Number three, India submitted changes that literally would cross out language that is currently in the IHR. Currently, the IHR, are, it's mandated that they must be implemented with full respect for the dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms of people. They would just cross that out. They would give, uh, number four, the director general the opportunity or, or the mandate to and this, you know, I don't normally pull the communist card, but this is right out of Marxist philosophy. He would have the ability to have an allocation plan where once he says there's an emergency, he could tell country A that their manufacturers have to make the required products that he says and give them to country B. Way down at the bottom, they're changing it on, in Annex 10 that there would be an obligation of duty to cooperate. And probably the worst one is number six which is global health certificates. In nine different articles in three of the annexes, a multitude of states, especially the European Union, they're the ones who are really pushing this, they have said that they want to have a global digital health certificate with a prophylaxis certificate, a testing certificate, um, a vaccine certificate, a recovery certificate, passenger locator forms. And the Indonesian health minister, who's not a doctor, he's a banker at the G20, he said back in November that they wanted to implement that this year. Now, what they have been saying in their meeting this week in Geneva to discuss these amendments, you know, I have every hope in the world that people will rise up and, and speak up about what's going on here. All of the information is available on Stop 
theglobalagenda.com. And you know me, I give my phone number. Anybody wants to talk about this, it's 310-619-3055. I've been doing daily Zoom calls. Now I'm doing two a day. For anybody who has questions about this at, at noon and 7 p.m. Pacific time every day, that's 3 p.m. Eastern and 10 p.m. Eastern, this is very you know detail-oriented. But it's really simple. It's a it is an attempted global yeah, Mo, coup. Mo, Mo, Mo and, Mo and, yes, Mo and Grace will put it's, this up on our getter now, so we'll do it. Have the posse get comments. It's an attempted global coup by over ninety nations who want to give up their sovereignty to the WHO and drag all of the other nations into that. Because if a majority of the one hundred ninety four nations um, agree to this, um, it's it's a done deal. Joe Biden said today in uh, in Ukraine that he was there to protect the sovereignty and the territorial integrity of the Ukrainians. This shows you how much interest they have in the sovereignty of the United States of America. Do you believe, James, we want you to hang on. Do you believe that if these are approved, this will take the sovereignty of the United States of America and destroy it? Absolutely. That's the whole point. That's what they're trying to do. Rogowski, hang on for a second. I want to get in. Uh, Cullen, Cullen, you guys at, uh, at at Gateway have been on this nonstop. Talk, talk to me about uh, your reporting. Well, one second. Well, yesterday um, we broke the news that, um, well, first of all, there was a bombshell. Can you hear me? Yes, go. Roll, roll. If I can't hear you, I'll say just roll. Okay. So based on report, based on reporting, um, I want to kind of go back to to last year where Alicia Poe revealed um, about these uh, proposed amendments, which was uh, strengthen WHO preparation for and response to these public health emergencies. And what this would do is would give the Biden regime uh, more control of what constitutes a pandemic and how long it lasts. And Julian Conradson also reported there was a plan for a mandatory universal digital passport and ID system. And so where do we stand? Is this this the the regulations are one thing. This Mm -hmm. is part of a treaty. Where where does this come in? And all this all these radical changes. Is there going to be any process in the United States that we get to approve this or is this all just getting done in Geneva? Well, well, this is not going to be submitted to the Senate. Okay, they're not calling this a treaty. It's called an executive agreement. Um, as you know, um, under President under President Obama, they did this with the Iran deal, where there wasn't any Senate approval, but it had the full force of law. And you know, we can't count on the Supreme Court or the courts in general to save us on this, because. Um, there are two, there are two um, Supreme Court cases specifically. One is Missouri versus Holland, which ruled that treaties actually supersede state laws. And U- U.S. versus Belmont, which also rules that, you know, these uh, so-called executive agreements have, you know, legally binding force, the same legally binding force with treaties. C- Colin, hang on for one second before you get... Is there anybody in the U.S. Senate or anybody in the House right now in your reporting that's on top of this? Is there anybody, any elected official that you can point to that's actually on top of this 
and looking to either bring this into a congressional hearing or start to say, hey, we can't do this until it comes before the full body. Anybody that you can point to? Um, I can't point to anybody at this time, but of course we have, you know, a lot of great patriots in the House, the Senate. We've got people like Rand Paul. We've got people that like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Bobert, um, essentially Ted Cruz. They, can, I'm sure, they would all be willing to hold the Biden regime's feet to the fire. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, but it's not. My point is, we can't assume that. We got to make sure this gets out to them. Okay, hang on for a second. James, how do people, the, remember, the War Room Posse was on this last time under your leadership for 24 hours a day, sending, you know, filling out the forums, getting on there, trying to be, participate. What do you need from this audience now on this? Tell me, tell me what action item, what's the actionable number, number one, information you can one. give us? Number one, go to stoptheglobalagenda.com. There's 10 items that people can do immediately, okay? Uh, if you go to exitthewho.com, there's a list of all of the members of Congress in the Senate who have in the past supported legislation of some type that was anti-who. Um, Representative Biggs in um, Arizona has proposed House Resolution 79 which is to defund and exit the WHO. What we need are for people in the posse to go to exitthewho.com and make some phone calls to all of the okay. potential allies. I've got to put okay. up as low-hanging fruit. These are yeah. people who supported legislation in the past. If they just get yeah. awakened, yeah. I suspect they will do so in the future. Yeah. Uh, James, is there anything, where do they go to actually watch these proceedings or to, is there a way for them to watch in real time the, or to listen in real time? Agenda. Yeah, it's all on stoptheglobalagenda.com and my latest article, which is, um, 50 really bad amendments. Um, it's, it's on the WHO okay, website. You, um, this particular page that you're showing right now is a month ago, a month or two ago. Stoptheglobalagenda.com. Okay. Perfect. It's where you go. StopTheGlobalAgenda.com. Okay, do we have that? Can we put that up? Make sure we got that. Um, the um, the um, Give your phone number again, if you can. 310-619-3055. And if you really want to take action, there's 10 things on StopTheGlobalAgenda.com. And if you want to deal with um, waking up Congress, go to exit the WHO.com. Okay, Trump, we'll get it Trump all up. Trump tried to Mo do it. And, we just need and, to do uh, it again. That, We'll get her done. Okay. Uh, Colin, where do people go to get all your reporting of what you and the entire team over at the Hoff's uh, Great Gateway Pundit? Where do they go? Well, you can visit um, www.gatewaypundit.com. If you just go, you can also look for my my name. Um, I mean, I've actually got some of my um, articles up on Gateway Pundit at the, the moment. So if you just click on where's your so what's your so what's your what's your social media handle? Yeah, it's um Cole Lombarger. It's that's it's at CJ Lombard. Um, and if you notice, I've also okay. wrote a book on Joe Biden. Well. Okay, perfect. We'll put everything out there. Cullen, thank you so much for joining us. Short break. Carnwell next. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself 
and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. It's President's Day. We're going to be back in the afternoon for our late afternoon, early evening show. We're going to be lit. Charlie uh, Kirk is going to follow us here on Real America's Voice. There's so much going on today, the tale of two cities. Also, I want to make sure, note it, we got CPAC coming up. You get four days worth of this. But if you're in the Oklahoma City area, starting at 6 o'clock uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be giving a speech at the Lincoln-Reagan Dinner at the Western and the Cowboy Museum, I think it used to be called the Cowboy Hall of Fame or the shorthand, is just the most magnificent uh, museum about the American West. Uh, We're out there with the local GOP group, tons of precinct precinct strategy folks. Uh, I'll be meeting and greeting everybody, uh, giving one of my typical um, low-key talks. (laughs) I will be be lit, and one of the reasons is I'm so honored – one, for the group to ask me, but number two, because um, a great group of grassroots folks, but also the fact of just where it's um, where it's being held is such an honored uh, place. And I have such a great, deep love for the history of this country, country particularly the American West, particularly the American West. I'm really looking forward to go there. Uh, ben, ben Harnwell, the tale of two cities, brother. You're in Europe today. You got uh, you got Biden in uh, in Ukraine. And you got East. Uh, everybody's forgotten about East Palestine or all the all the big all the swells. Give us your perspective right now. Europe's thoughts on on Joe Biden, our sociopathic overlords, the gathering of eagles in uh, in Kiev, sir. Yeah, well, they they may be eagles gathering now, but soon they're going to be vultures. I think that are going to be circling over that poor city. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm talking to you today, Steve, and to addressing. The majority of our audience, which is in the United States, you're $500 million poorer um, today than, than you were this time yesterday because uh, uh, your, your gaslighting president-in-chief has flown over to the Ukraine to show his solidarity with Ukrainians, um, not interested in East Palestine um, presumably because the, uh, the photo op there won't be as significant for him um, as, as adulatory as it is, uh, here he is now, we can see the footage here, looking um, as he believes uh, world statesmen need to look alongside 
uh, President Zelensky. Um, but really, see, this, this is distraction. I mean, there are different interpretations as to what he's doing there, whether it's simply uh, a photo op, whether it's simply um, to support the, 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 his fellow sociopathic overlords um, and, and to rally them so that they double down and that they continue to be all in to save um, Ukraine. And I'm going to let pass the fact that he was there, uh, as he said and underlined, uh, in, this, in support of democracy, um, standing shoulder to shoulder next to a leader that had suppressed uh, independent media and, and prohibited 11 political parties. Um, let, 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 let that pass. The real issue, right, because as we are coming up to the 24th of February, which is the, the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion, this is really a distraction, if I might gently suggest, even though it's a distraction that, has, I repeat, has cost you all half a billion dollars. The real meeting, I think, that's going to be illustrative is the one that we ha hasn't been yet released to the press when it's taking place. It's a, said to be imminent. And that's between Wang Yi, the Chinese foreign minister, because obviously the Russians will want to celebrate their one-year anniversary as well. And on, on that side of the spectrum, the Chinese foreign minister um, is imminently to be expected in Moscow, um, in which, Steve, we can only speculate the degree of support China is going to. Obviously, we won't be expecting too much to be made public, but behind the scenes, the degree of support China will be giving to Russia as that sphere of influence deepens its relationship as the West gets progressively poorer. Um, but we'll obviously be following that on the war room um, when that takes place. Currently, Wang Yi you, you, is you, in Hungary. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll yeah. be going to, to Russia imminently. By the way, so this is, and, and you the one did the call shot on, on, on Turkey. This is, you're seeing the merger now of the CCP and the KGB. This is not the Russian people and the Chinese people, right, who are our two great allies in World War II. Uh, because none of the countries in really NATO did any fighting, except for the English. And the English royal family would have sold us out to cut a deal with Hitler. Uh, this is why Hess flew over there, right? They would have cut a deal to save the empire, save their empire, right? It was the working class folks up in the Midlands, the same people that brought you Brexit, right? And the same people that gave uh, Boris Johnson and, and, the, and the Tories that huge, massive um, electoral victory a couple of years ago. Um, the Russian people and the Chinese people are our allies. They took the brunt of the fascists and the imperial Japanese in World War II. Their leaders have always been terrible. The Bolsheviks, the Soviets, worst gangsters around. Almost as bad, not quite as bad as the Nazis. Nazis were different, next level. Um, but right now you're seeing a merger of two gangster organizations, the CCP and the KGB, FSB in Moscow. That's who's, that's who's consolidating the Eurasian landmass. This is what President Trump fought once you have those two merged, the mullahs in uh, the ayatollahs and mullahs in uh, in Persia, Iran, right? You got the the House of Saud, the Saudis just waiting to, to, to cut big time deals with them and, and get off the dollar. You got Erdogan in Turkey. You obviously got Syria. You got Pakistan, and a couple of the stands are throwing with them too, for good measure, with the mini me North Korea. That's your. This is why it's nineteen thirty eight. That's your twenty first century right there. Elections have st consequences. Stone elections have catastrophic consequences. And we're in the middle of it now. So I don't care how much you hate the tweeting or how much he upsets you. We got what we got. And thank God we got Donald J. Trump.
I tell you, what are the guys going out to East Palestine? Little DeWine can't, can't wait. He's the governor of the state. He can't wait to fly in on his helicopter and get the hell out of there. Harnwell, how do people get to you in your great show, brother, doing fantastic work about our sociopathic overlords? Uh, how do they get to you? It's Getter, Steve, simply my surname, Harnwell, at Harnwell. I give a word of caution today for the faint-hearted in describing uh, resident Biden um, and his visit to Kiev today and not East Palestine. I actually used the F word. So caution um, if you're thinking about checking out my profile today. I have been immoderate in my language, but I don't regret it. You have to... You have to go pretty far in the woods to hit Ben Harnwell's tripwire on profanity. Brother Harnwell, thank you very much. We're going to be back here from 5 to 7. It'll be on fire. Stick around for Charlie Kirk. See you in Oklahoma City on Saturday night. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.